Hollywood in beautiful Los Angeles, California. ToadHopNetwork.com. Radio worth watching. Radio worth watching. The Crab Feast, Mondays at 8 Pacific, only on the Toad Hop Network. Radio worth watching. What are your parents getting home? They said they were taking my grandmother out for dinner. Great! Now we can have a party. Ladies and gentlemen, you're about to witness some scenes which under no circumstances should be viewed by anyone with a heart condition or anyone who is easily upset. Like, she took her pants off, and my first question was, what is that? Crabs! Crabs! Crabs, you know, like headlights. But what the hell can we do about them? And here's to your enjoyment with National Bohemian Beer. When you hand the guy the money, you'd be like, yo, I'm getting fucked up tonight. <laughs> I just got paid about this bitch. All you can eat, blue crab, specially shipped in direct from Maryland. Mm-mm. Hey, yo, lesson here, babe. You coming to King? You best not miss. Hit this dude right in the knees. <laughs> Damn right, And you he did. flips up over my car. <laughs> It's talking. It's the crab feast, y'all. In your mouth. I'm Matt Fulshron, <laughs> a.k.a. <laughs> Back in your mouth. Back it's Matt. Your mouth. It's your friend Matt. Uh, and, and to my right, Radio Rando. What up? Welcome back. Back again once Thank is you. the incredible. To my left, as always, Mr. Ryan Sickler. What's up, everybody? We have an exciting show tonight. We're going to talk about L.A. stories a.k.a. celebrity run-ins, and Eric Wendell might call in. Might. We got, uh, what a tease. We a got tease. a maybe from Big EW. Um, in the meantime, we got shit to promote. We do. We do, which is ex- always exciting. Uh, would you like me just to get into it? <laughs> all right. Let me just jump right into it. So I first of were. all, here, I apologize. I didn't know if you wanted to promote any of your upcoming shows and things I, first. I passed it to you and I started daydreaming. Yeah. <laughs> That's all right. Well, I'm going to grab it and run with it now. Uh, it fumbled around for a little bit, but I got it. We're moving forward. Uh, Tastier Tuesdays here at Lovett's. Uh, tomorrow is... Uh, Taster Tuesdays? Tastier. Tastier Tuesdays. Tastier Tuesdays. In your Tuesdays. mouth. Right here at Love It, six live podcast shows from 3 to 11, $3 beers. You can come here and check that out. 3 to 11, dude, that is a That's party. eight hours yeah. and $3 beers. Is Get actually, here early. Get here early. I dare you to find And then what's to, what else you taste in here? Is it just beers? Uh, you can get food and do whatever you want, man. You're John Lovitz Comedy Club at City Walk, man. <laughs> what you want? You might be able to make out with John Lovitz. It's possible. That's always possible. Always possible. Um, also, uh, we would again like to thank everyone for listening. Uh, we appreciate the love. Thank mm-hmm. you for uh, making us uh, a, a, you know jump on iTunes. Please continue to hit those star ratings and get the reviews. It all does matter. Trust me. Tell everybody you know. Um, we are also on Stitcher. For all you guys that have been asking us to get on Stitcher, get on Stitcher. We're fucking on Stitcher. Bullying us. Fucking on Bullying us to get on Stitcher. We're on Stitcher. Here's my lunch money. We're on <laughs> Stitcher. You can find our landing page at stitcher.com backslash crab feast. Uh, and here's the deal. Go get the Stitcher app. All right, it, it. I'm telling you, I did it. It's so simple. Have you done it yet, Full Charge? No, I haven't got it yet. I don't have. Apps. I got it. <laughs> how easy is it, Randy? It's fucking easy. It's been done. It's yeah. been done before we even started this podcast. You That's put your shit in it, and it's already there. Your favorites are there. So what you can do to help us help you is uh, go to Stitcher.com, get your app, and uh, download it. And in where it says, "How did you hear about Stitcher?" Type in Crab Feast. Ryan that, Sickler. Yeah, no. No crab feast. Type in Crab Feast. That helps them track who our fans are there and also it enters you for a hundred dollar cash card Woo! so 
Go to Stitcher, get the app, and when it says, you, not on our landing page, when you get the app, how did you hear it? Just type in Crab Feast, and bam, you're entered in for 100 bucks. And who doesn't need $100 right now? Shit. Crab Feast could use a motherfucking $100, I'll tell you that right I now. I gave up money for Lent. Boom. How's that working out? <laughs> it sucks. You can't pay your bills, you can't drink, it's awful. Uh, how was South by Southwest, Charles? Yes. Uh, it was fun. You ever been having fun and been like, I got to get the fuck out of here? Mm-hmm. This is like, it wasn't fun for me. Right. It was fun for the millions and million people that were walking around, getting drunk, and getting tattoos, and all that stuff. Is, uh, is, is that what's there? It's like just bands and drunk people. Well, it's on 6th Street in Austin, Texas, which are, and it's, it's bigger than that, but it's mostly 6th Street, which is already mayhem, drunkenness. Skinny white kids with tattoos, drinking and getting in fights. And are you in like proper clubs and restaurants? Or are you in like tents sometimes? Or I, perf- like- I performed in two venues that were both stand-up comedy venues: the Velveeta Room and Esther's Follies. Okay. One show I did on the other side of the wall at some other club. They were playing like Cannibal Corpse, or some thrash <laughs> metal band was going. Cannibal Corpse. So those fucking pauses I would do, and in, in, you know, in between, in a joke for timing. You just hear like, it was fucking awful. I was actually a great. Wait a minute, that was a great fucking. We're not gonna just jump over that impression, man. That was was fucking. Am I signs? Am I signs? Because that's all it fucking was. And there's 30 billion bands. That's all they do. You're like the death metal Bobby McFerrin. That's the only thing I could really yeah, do while I was up there. I think you just found a new calling, dude. The concierge, <laughs> a.k.a. Bobby McFerrin. <laughs> a.k.a. Holy shit. Dead fetus. <laughs> um, I'm beyond depressed by that, goddamn. Anytime I ever need a death metal, I'm hitting you up. That shit was awesome. My biggest problem of the weekend was getting a cab because I was about eight miles from the city. White guy in and Texas. tattooless. I was tattooless, so yeah. I wasn't even cool. Yeah, that's a big deal. Like... I got there. I'm like, God damn, I'm not even fucking cool. But here's the thing. I'm trying to get a, um, a cab. I'm waiting forever. And uh, these, these, this hipster couple, and when I say hipster, you think young, but they're really like in their mid-30s, maybe even late 30s. They're running across the street, and somebody in an SUV like honks their horn at them. So this hipster kid, when I say kid, I mean 35-year-old man, yeah. <laughs> fucking kicks the side of the car. Ah. Then they get to the sidewalk. They're standing right next to me. The guy pulls, stops his car, puts it in park, and I can see he's like a really built, like meathead type. Gets out of the car, gets in the guy's face. They start yelling. Then, well, the so ch- why did he originally kick the car? Just because he came? Oh, too close? oh, I'm sorry, I forgot to tell you. The guy honked a horn while they were crossing the street. Oh, it was like, one of those. Uh, like, uh, and then he, like, drove the guy's by like, "Fuck him. you! Don't honk the horn at me!" Kicks the car. Ah. Plus, it's Texas. And it's right. about it's about two it's in the morning. Everyone's wasted. No one got laid. Everybody's pissed. So he th- they're in each other's face. Then the girl gets in the the meathead's face. Okay, the meathead. How much bigger is the meathead than the hipster? The meathead. The they're both kind of short guys. Maybe about five seven, five eight. But but the 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 hipster skinny. Nothing, nothing like a five seven, five eight fight, man. It was a, it was a stereotype fight. Yeah. The hipster like skinny and the built guy is fucking. And what were they saying? Yoked. Just like yeah, what's up? Why did you honk at me? Why did you kick my car? So, the girl starts, <laughs> which I just realized is just monkeys beating on their chest and screaming. That's all <laughs> fucking thrash metal. I'm tired is. just looking at you do that impression. Uh, oh my god. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stop. 
So so the the girl gets in the in the meathead's face. They start yelling, "My dad's a cop!" Which, by the way, every chick's every drunk chick's dad or yeah. uncle's a cop. Right. My dad's a cop, and I'm on the right side of the law. And fuck you. Meanwhile. The hipster kid gets in the car, the passenger side of the guy's car, the meathead's car, and you can tell he's reaching for the fucking uh, the keys to the ignition. Meathead ain't having it. He rolls up, clocks his fucking yeah. ass. Dude gets oh, oh, out. Hold on, hold on. How does he clock him? Is he in the car and he clocks him in the car? He hangs a hook. Ooh. He opens the door, hangs a hook, yeah. smashes Blind the guy right, right in the, in the fucking nose. So then... The hipster gets out. His nose is bleeding. The the hits, hipster chick tries to take a picture of the license plate. The Don't guy, help me, honey. Just take a photo. And the guy fucking the guy fucking takes off. I help her remember the license plate number and all this shit. And then uh, and she's like, "Will you call the cops? My phone isn't working." And I'm like, <laughs> "No." I'm like, "Here's the phone. You call the cops." And by the way, don't call the cops because I saw what happened. Hey. Uh, so they're telling the cops. So the cops come. Cops come. You're still waiting for a I'm cab. I'm chilling. Now, are they uh, like police or are they the Texas Rangers? Like, I got pulled over by. They're regular cops. Like, one of them's like a black dude. They're like Austin's a hip town, man. But no, but I mean, are they like a like a like a Austin Police Department or are they part of those Texas Rangers? Like, I'm sure they're Austin Police Department. I didn't see anything. APD. Nothing seemed that red. <laughs> APD. There, there was no like steer horns on the front of the fucking right, car. Yeah. Or, no cowboy. No cowboy hats. Oh, okay. Rock. Good. 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 Just tell me what happened. Right. I got Flash. Up. Take this down. <laughs> So, um, so like they're all telling the whole story, right? They take all my information down. The cop, the co- me and this cop are talking, and um, and the guy runs through the scenario one time. He basically just repeats. It's weird. He just he's like, so where did this happen? Where did this happen? Where did this happen? And I go, I volunteered it because if I'm coming back, I'm gonna have to tell the truth anyway. So I'm like, hey, they're not gonna tell you this, but that guy, the reason why that guy got punched is because he got in the other guy's car. And the guy's like, oh, oh, all right, they already said that. <laughs> Then the cop just starts talking to me. He's like, "Oh, you from California? You ever get? You ever in Oakland? I'm a big Oakland Raiders fan." I'm like, "Uh, yeah, no, dude, I, I, don't, I don't live anywhere near Oakland." No. Then like, then they take the guy off to the hospital because now they got to call the ambulance. It's like legal or whatever. It's his face mayhem. Ble- There's mayhem around. Is me. his face bleeding that bad? His nose is bleeding. Broke his nose, he probably got probably. a broken nose. This dude was yoked. And he got clocked. Yeah, I, th- I, ca- let, I on, mean, but let- if you're in someone's car, you should be able to hit them. If you're yeah, in my car, yeah, you gotta, you gotta step back for a second. So, this is something you gotta go to your old lady and go, look, baby, you shouldn't be calling the cops. That's got- what he said. But I she wasn't my- listening. Right. Yeah, he should clock her. Oh wait, like- a girl wasn't listening when a guys, two guys were fighting. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow. That's what happened. How about that? When body starts laughing. Yeah. From doing the wild thing. So, like, then she comes over and thanks me, and I'm just going, you have no idea, I just fucking told on you. <laughs> you know snitches but get snitches, but full charge, like, she, not in this case. Not yeah. in this case. I can kick that guy. He's a piece of shit. He's, He's already, already wounded. bleeding, yeah. So I might be going back to Austin. Hopefully no, I can, oh, really? Well, I doubt it. Only if they subpoena you. There's no way that shit's going Only to court. He's gonna come to his, a subpoena. He's going to come to his sentences and be like... If it's a summons, you know. No, yeah, he's getting out of that. He's like, that. baby, we're not going to court because I'm fucking guilty, you dumbass. But then and, let and them is pay, he from Texas, up. too? What? You think the hipsters <laughs> from Texas? They're definitely from Texas. Well, Everybody's from Texas. Make a trip out of it, you know? Make a vacation out if of it. If they pay for it, yeah, I'm going. What I'm saying. They can book you some shows. Let them, I'd love yeah. to go back when it's not, like, mayhem. Yeah. You know, and just getting a regular fight. Just regular people having regular fights. Regular fights. Do it man. at midnight. Get home early. That type of thing. I love it. So, yeah, I'm home. I'm glad to be back. I'm still fucking exhausted from that thing. Well, we're glad to have you back, Full mm-hmm. Charge. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Oh, well, I just uh, we have a we have an email here that we've all seen oh, yeah. that I want to uh, just say real quick. Uh, this is from Dominic Baker, who forgot to tell us his sister's name. Her sister's name is Alyssa. She is the one, as in, I'm quoting him in parentheses, the one with the poop bag. Uh, so it is awesome what you're doing for your sister. And you have asked here if uh, you say in your, in your postscript, in your PS, you say, I know this will probably sound weird, but Alyssa wanted to know if she sent one of her unused colostomy bags, if she could get the Crab Feast crew to sign it. And, and let's backtrack for people that maybe didn't hear the first letter. Uh, this guy thanked us because his sister really enjoyed us because she was going on, under an operation to get yes. something removed. Love the Chris Pratt episode of The Shit Stories. Right. And, and, um, um, and we've now bonded over that. Yeah. And uh, Dominic, I uh, we did email you back. I personally emailed you back on the Crab Feast email and told you I, maybe you have, but send it in. I sent you the address <laughs> of where to send it, and the Crab Feast would be glad to sign it. Well, and, and I can't stress enough the word unused, uh, which I overused in the email. Unused colostomy bag. Uh, that will officially. I would love to sign it. It'll be the weirdest thing I've ever signed. Why don't we just send one of the ones we already have signed out? <laughs> Crappy's Crosby bag. We got a whole line of them. The one we already have. I'm gonna retire on that shit. We got like eighty in the store. Have you ever signed a Crosby bag? I've never even seen one. Have you? I've seen one. I knew a guy that skated used to have one. (laughs) Really? Yeah. No, he's from. On his uh, hip. On his hip. Where's he from? (laughs) From from Fredericksburg, Virginia. And we go down and but if you fall on it, could that be? Believe me, we went over that dialogue several times. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and people called them. I mean, like, nice enough. By, by the way, nice enough. Everybody called them shitbag. Nice. Oh, that's nice. Really nice. Right, well, we are not, not Alyssa. We don't mean that in you, to you, but send your unused shitbag in, and we would be glad. <laughs> but, to sign but don't go skateboarding. I mean, don't be ridiculous. No, I've with signed. This shit. Uh, I've signed titties a few times before, which is I've, awesome. Uh, that's that's awesome. But I've where never. Where do they ask you to sign? At the top. Yeah, you yeah. usually get the top and like right above the uh, nipple here. The question the, is, where do you put your hand to brace? The I signature? always on the vagina, put it on the left titty, and then <laughs> yeah. put it on on the right one. Lean Matt up against that vagina. Puts it on the vagina. Remember the time we were selling your CD after? Because I don't have a CD. Yeah, we're selling your CD <laughs> yeah. at uh, the Brea Improv. Yeah, this girl just comes by, and I forget the scenario, but it went down pretty smoothly, and we're just like, I think what happened was I did something, said something about strippers, and she yelled out, and she's like, "I'm the stripper." We're mm. like, "What?" That explains a lot. Yeah, because we were like, "Can we, we?" It was a very nice transaction. It wasn't show us your tits. No, it was like she hey, offered. Would you mind? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll show you my tits first. And CD. there was a, it was like probably the best three seconds of my life. It was only yeah. because it came so easily. And they and were, were such beautiful tits. titties. They were great Free tits. boobies. Is and, she, and her her man was there, and she's like, "I'll show you my tits for a CD." And I, th- I mean, I, I threw it like a throwing <laughs> star. Like, Boom, there it is, right between her titties. Like, and, here, we go. and here's the thing: stand-up comic isn't the best career choice. No, but like, no. If I was like a lawyer, I'd never be walking out of a courtroom and see some titties flash no but the question so is right? the yin and the yang so it was what, worth our drive what else night. has she flashed her tits for, for ice cream yeah. starbursts exactly. movie tickets Skittles, movie tickets cigarette butts oh i have terrible uh, liver pain can so i get in this hospital check your check your email and send the clo- unused colostomy bag in please we'd love mm-hmm. to sign it yeah um all i've ever signed is a lot of daniel tosh tickets <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Daniel won't sign a ticket, will you? Yeah. Yeah, yep. sure. <laughs> Daniel Tosh. Yep. Can, you, yeah. can you write it out in print, too, so we know what it says? So we know who you are? <laughs> Yo, so what are we talking about? L.A. stories today? L.A. Yeah, stories. we got some L.A. stories I got one week. for you. I got one for you. We got about, what, 10 minutes till the yeah. break? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I, I was, uh, I got, like, kind of a half ass development deal about 10 years ago. Castle Rock had me pitch a, a sitcom. 
uh, based on my seven minutes of stand-up, which is really about five minutes with some filler. <laughs> five minutes of filler. If you Google my name in Castle Rock, I'm sure you'll see like the Variety oh, article. Right now. And I was like, uh, you know, handsome and uh, fucking optimistic. Because yeah. I had my own sitcom coming down the pike. Right. Three years ago. It was comedy. the 80s all over again. Right. We were, we were like, what would you call it? We were groomed to get sitcoms by this management company. They're like, yeah. all right, we come up with five minutes with you together. And then you do your five minutes. And then you get the sitcom. And we're like, really? And they're like, yeah. Because back then you really could get... A deal, yeah, usually at a festival. The one thing you're missing, though, is, and I'll still say this to anyone that wants to start, you want to get on TV, have five minutes of clean material and a look. You've got to have sure. some sort of look. You can't just look like us. You can't. <laughs> you have to excel and you go get ten a times over the top. Or some overalls. But I was asked one time by this guy, and he was like, will you help me? And I was like, no offense, no, because you're, you're a good-looking dude. You're funny enough, and you've got to look. He had like a little fro. He was a mixed kid. Yeah. And boom, in a month, he was on a sci-fi movie. And I was like, what see? I told you. So they hooked me up with the sitcom, sitcom writer, who was a showrunner on like two guys and a girl in a pizza place, and later <laughs> two guys and a girl. That's right. so, that's so that real, actually. Uh, they did drop that. Yeah, Ro <laughs> they did. Yeah, they did. Uh, Roseanne, that Jenny McCarthy sitcom. He worked on all this shit. So we're, we're uh, writing in his... Um, Two pizza places and a girl. I think that one. I think was. I think I tried to buy the rights to the pizza place, <laughs> and uh, we're sitting around writing all the time. He's like, you know, because he wasn't really working that much at that point. That's why he fucking latched on to the Matt Fulcheron show. Sounds like right. a good idea for um, a sitcom. Yeah, and so he had this huge mansion in the Hollywood Hills, and it, it come it comes out after staring at a wall after for three days in a row. That's what we call writing. You just stare at the wall and don't come up with shit. He's like, yeah, I rent this place out for porn shoots. <laughs> Awesome. And I'm like, well, all right. Was there it his place? There's something to write about. It was his place. And that's how he's he like, paid the rent? He's like, don't sit down in the living room. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> that's sick. So we were pitching a show to... Uh, Just stand. <laughs> Just stand. It's the most uncomfortable living room. Don't, hey, hey, what are you doing? Don't yeah. sit there, man. Oh, man. Throw you that. want herpes? Throw yeah. that out. Don't eat that. Yeah. <laughs> so... He wants me to pick him up so we can go over the um, fucking the pitch. Because I'm like going over the pitch like crazy. And he's... He don't give a fuck. He's just looking at the wall. He's like, come by and pick me up, and we'll go over the pitch on the way to ABC Family. So basically Sounds from the Hollywood Hills to Burbank, which is what, 10 minutes? Yeah. <laughs> Sounds organized. He's like, oh, and by the way... I love the wait a minute. I love that this was for ABC Family. Well, it gets better. He's like, he's like, show up. He's like, pick me up. He's like, I'm sh we're having a shoot here tomorrow. You're gonna get a kick. Trust me. You're going from a porn house to an ABC Family meeting. Well, this is the beauty. This is the beauty of life. This Sorry is why it's I wasn't written down. prepared for my Please pitch, continue. but this is why it's the first story house. on my list. Please continue. So. I get to the door, I knock on the door, and it's this chick, Either her name's either Wendy McKnight or Wendy Knight. How do I know this? Because she's in one of the only six or seven porno VHSs that I own. You remember porno back in the day. I do, man, when Wendy everybody McKnight. looked like your mom's you, best friend and shit. What? Okay. I said back when the women looked like your mom's best sure. friends. But no, but there were still like some hot ones. And, and you, <laughs> Yeah, but like three. <laughs> right. So you knew right. them. Right, right, right. <laughs> well, this is the late 90s. This was starting to heat up. <laughs> But but the point is, you only had like six or seven tapes going. 
This is before even DVDs. Right. And as my man Randy will tell you, you don't buy porno at this time in your you life. You acquire porno. Yes, or right. you used to acquire yes, porno. You, you, you get it from your friend. You buy one a year. You get it from you, your, your, yeah. your collection. It, 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 you accumulate it very slowly. So you watch the same ones over and over, over again. Over and over, yes. So. 100% right. Wendy McKnight, I've jerked off to this woman. And she's standing right in front of me. And the years have not been kind. Now Dreams she's, do come true. Now she's like the first day D. She got like a clipboard. Oh, really? <laughs> <Come on. laughs> she was a crew member? You recognize her? She was a crew member who used to be a porno star. Oh, wow. wow. Dude, you must have watched that. On God, your, time for you to remember that. On hey, your man. ABC Family potential show. Well, we weren't anywhere near Burbank at this point. <laughs> This was at the house when I showed up to oh, pick up. Oh, 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 this is when oh, I showed up oh, I'm to pick sorry. up Steve. I'm sorry. This, this is, is arriving at Get Steve. I, I thought the, we were on the ride over. No, to no, 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 no. No, you can't. You can't make. You That's can't work your way. I'm like, hold what on. What a transition this, from the poor this to professional the dick sucker. And I go, right, I go. I, I don't know if I said the guy's name yet, but I'm changing it because I don't want him to be incriminated. I'm like, yo, is Dave here? And she's like, who's Dave? <laughs> And I'm like, he's the guy that owns the house. Hold and she's on. like, Wendy answers the phone or some other shit. No, no, phone. I'm I'm staring at her face at to the face. Door. Wow. I knock on Dave's door. Wow. And this and Wendy McKnight shows up. She's and, holding a clipboard. And his dick is like, dude, that is Wendy McKnight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So I knew what I'm walking into. It all makes sense. Just like that. I can't believe she's working on the other side of the camera now. Right. But at the same time, yeah, yeah I can. You can. <laughs> so <laughs> Isn't it funny? Oh, I'm going to be in front of the camera, and now you're behind the camera. Yeah, they so, said the sun will beat you up, but dicks really do a number on you. So she goes, she goes, oh, yeah, 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 he's inside somewhere. So I walk inside, and like, I just walk inside, and to my left in the living room where Dave told me not to eat, some dude <laughs> is... That's where, like, that's where catering is? There's like, there's like... There's like five, there's like maybe ten people, there's a camera going, and there's a girl on her knees, and this dude's smacking her with his dick. Then then Dave comes up the stairs with a plumber. With, with a plunger. This is a free game hold on, hold on. for the they ABC don't, family. They don't even cut when you walk in the room? No, that's, this is part of the story. This is part of the story. Dave walks up the, the stairs holding so, up. Hold on a minute. Let's just get back to... <laughs> Remind me of that, though, because it's part of the right, story. Right, right. Remind We're, me of that. Right now, Full Charge has walked into another room where he's looking for this dude, and what you're seeing is this chick basically is getting dick slapped. Well, yeah, it get, and it gets to... <laughs> then she starts blowing him. Okay. Then it, that's, to <laughs> my, that's to my Thank left. God. That's to my left. Yeah. And to my right... Uh, Dave starts walking up the stairs with, stairs with a plunger, which is like a fucking porno scenario in and of itself. Yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah, the toilet's uh, messed up downstairs. There's two like, <laughs> there's two stars downstairs. You know what I mean? And um, and we're just talking. They're taping, and we're just talking. Sounds nobody says nation. nobody says cut and no anything. Right. <laughs> so we go downstairs, and there's two porno stars downstairs. And one of them's really cute. Have you had one moment of conversation about the upcoming ABC Family movie? No. I mean, show. No. <laughs> okay. I so wonder why I didn't get picked up. Yeah. The whole time we were supposed to be writing, we were watching people fuck. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I'm downstairs, and I can hear one of the stars on the uh, on the other, on, in, in like the next room. I can hear in the next room, the door's open. She's talking on the phone. She's like, no, 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 no. I'm shooting today. No, I'm not waiting tables until tomorrow. <laughs> and that's when it hits me. You gotta suck dick and, and wait, wait tables. tables. This town is <laughs> fucking cruel. Yeah. So, so then we suck go dick and wait tables. So then we go upstairs 
we're gonna leave and and there's like there's just people fucking everywhere <laughs> I think it's still one couple just fucking and we leave and uh we go and pitch the show <laughs> pitch goes oh but meanwhile on the way to the pitch we're going over the pitch I've gone over it a million times because it's like the only thing I've gone for myself and Dave's like uh yeah I don't uh, what am I supposed to say right here and I'm just driving the car like you <laughs> you know you're gonna fuck this up everything goes great and the woman's like this is fucking awesome i don't know if she said we were doing it but she's like i think we're doing this something like this we're all in a good mood <laughs> then the woman got cancer and we didn't do it poor poor us right that really happened yeah so poor her. how is this not the show how is that not the first episode so we walk listening to right now we walk into um we walk into the living room and there's like two couples fucking at the same time and then they stop cut they stop I don't think it's because we walked in the room and they're just like chilling. I've never seen porno stars in between takes. They're just like relaxing. Anybody need lube? Yeah, I need some lube over here. <laughs> <laughs> they give him the lube. Dude jerks his cock. And action. Ah, ah, ah. All of a sudden they're fucking close to orgasm. Ah. You know, and one of them, the girl that made the phone call, I'll never forget. She's doing that thing where like you're riding on top, like but like it's like doggy style. What would style. those girls sound like if you if they were doing the death metal scream? <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, uh, uh. So, and I'll never forget the one girl on top. She makes eye contact with me, offset, <laughs> while she's fucking the guy. Get out! And then and then and then Dave goes. Today is one for the books. <laughs> we'll be right back, folks. Stay with us oh. at the crab feast. At the fuck, man, that's the best timing I ever did. To the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. Hey, Toad Hop Network, it's Huff and Stapes here. For the first time ever, we'll be live on stage at the John Lovitz Podcast Theater at Universal Studios, Friday, March 23rd at 10 p.m. Scott, I'm not positive I can make it that night because I think Bones is on. <laughs> I'll be here live with the lovely Jackie Bray, our blonde news girl. It's your one shot, guys, and you can get her for less than 20 bucks. That didn't sound good. Not only are you going to be able to get her for 20 bucks, but you'll also get Asterios Coconos and his one-man band as long as you get to play along with us death scene or money shot march 23rd john lovett's theater friday night 10 p.m come check us out it's the huff and staves radio show live for the first time ever on the toad hop network i'm gonna do my absolute best to be there you're listening to the toad hop network radio worth watching and uh and we probably lost all our listeners they probably went to jerk off after that story it was a sexy, sexy story, and that's why they call me the concierge. Boom. <laughs> Anybody else got a That's going to be pretty hard to look Anyone got a story like that? <laughs> I, I definitely do not have a... Thank you. Good night, folks. Uh, yeah. <laughs> We're wrapping early tonight. I mean, I do not have a porn slash ABC family. That story uh, had everything. <laughs> At a pitch meeting <laughs> it did. and it's a porn sad. set in it, sad. all this in the course of two hours. All in there. That is an LA. You story. know how many dreams died that day? That is. <laughs> for everyone. For everybody for involved. Everyone. Every person lost. on there lost. Oh my Every god. person. Oh my god! But oh I didn't man. catch anything. That's the beauty of my fucking. Then you know what? Porn. Not everyone lost. Yeah. You walked away a winner. Uh, uh, I got another story that involves uh, the full charge. Okay. And uh, and a uh, now famous celebrity before she was in. Oh yeah. So, <clears throat> I went to high school with. Uh, if you watch Mad Men, do you know who Christina Hendricks is? Yes. 
She went to Fairfax High School, class of 93. What's up? She probably doesn't like you saying that, but what's up? <clears throat> but what's up? And um, I didn't really know her in high school. I, my girlfriend in high school, they were the same in the same class and were friends. Um, I don't really remember her in high school that much. Um, but she was out here, and a friend of a mutual friend of ours was uh, coming out, and it was really—I don't know if you guys have had this experience a million times, where I went to high school with you. I mean, this happens in Facebook now, but this is pre-Facebook. I went to high school with you, and I probably haven't talked to you. I made maybe said three words but with you now since the tenth grade, not since twelfth grade, since tenth grade. Yeah, and you get the random call twelve years later. You're you're planning my LA trip. Hey, how you doing? Uh, hey, Randy, it's Becky. Becky? <laughs> Becky from high school from 10 years ago. From Mad Men. Ah. Hey, hey, yeah. No, and I'm a- like, hey, she's like, me and Christina, who I don't really remember, we're going out in L.A. I'm in town visiting. We'd love to see you. Uh, meanwhile. Really? meanwhile, There's no way they would love to see me. Meanwhile, you... <laughs> no way they would love to see me. You'd started going out with Sissy I, at this point. I started going out with my I came home wife. from a shitty gig in, San, in Santa Barbara, and Randy's like, uh, here's the situation. And I'm like, dude, you got to come out with me. And like Becky, I remember, was like, whatever, good looking, and Christina, I don't know, but I just need somebody to go with me at this point. I remember on the way there being like, hey, I'm going to be doing a lot of bullshit, and so don't say I, don't ha- don't say I have a day job. I'm a professional stand-up comedian. <laughs> And this was like a this was like a Thursday or something. Right. It was just like a no. I remember day. it was a Saturday. And we went was, to uh, we went to Little Door, which is over on Third Street. Uh, yeah, I remember Little which Door. Which is a really nice kind of outdoor yeah. French cool. Is it restaurant. still there? Uh, as far as I know. Is let's not, let's put it not, this way: me and Randy had never been there before. Yeah, really. <laughs> it wasn't our hang, dude, at all. Yeah, I yeah. know. Believe me. And so they were eating. They were at a table, I think, having drinks. I think they had They definitely dinner. had dinner. They were doing the whole fucking thing. And it thing. was like 9.30, right. maybe 10 o'clock. And we hung out till like 2 o'clock. We hung out for like two hours. And I was putting them down. And full charge over here is knocking them I'm out destroying. of the fucking park. Christina's, it was like fucking uh, Sterling Cooper. Yeah. I was just fucking <laughs> killing Joan Holloway Christina. is dying. Dude. She's laughing every She gave me her phone number. I want to come see one of your shows. And so <clears throat> here's what I noticed. And was, I'm sorry, was, but another thing they're like, what? so are you guys, uh, are you guys dating? <laughs> and we, we were both like dating. Well, I'm like, well, he's got a girlfriend. And they're like, oh, all right. Just sizing it up. Right, like, like maybe we're homosexuals. Right. <laughs> we're like, no, we've never even been here before. <laughs> so she's like, no, we she, live together. Yeah. She keeps bragging about how she's got a full. I have a full bar. It was just like Mad Men. I have a full bar yeah, back in my she apartment. Was, and one Wait, thing who that was bragging about the bar, Christina Hendricks okay, yeah. of Mad Men fame. Yes. So one thing I noticed, and that you notice when you're dating a woman, and that I dating still a woman don't notice for a while. Is you notice when women wear rings, like and now I notice men and women whether they have a ring on their finger. Before I never noticed that at all. I'd right. Be like, you like, you know, the girl would be like, "Oh, she's engaged." What? How do you know that? You know. And uh, I totally yeah. noticed Christina had not just an engagement ring, but like a, a fucking rock, dude. Yeah. Like straight Blood out diamonds. of the Flintstones. <laughs> People got their hands cut off yeah. for this shit. And so Full Charge is like knocking it out of the park with all the dialogue. She's laughing. And we've been there for like four 
hours like at the bar. And like, you're you're dying to go home because like you I got a girl. Tired. I got like work I'm, the next. I'm day having the time of my life. They're like, hey, you want to go? Uh, you want to go to my house? I got a full bar, and I'm like, yeah, I want to go to your house. Yeah, see she's a like, full yeah. bar. I live right around the corner, and she did live right, like right around the corner. I think we left. Well, they gave us a ride. They gave us a ride car, to my car, and that's when Randy noticed like her headshots. So in she's like, and he looks, he's they're looking at her resume. Right? I remember talk- like going over what she's done. Yeah, she's been like- in like eight <laughs> vampire movies. Yeah, whatever, whatever, and whatever. Like- and because I remember other people calling me when I'd see somebody I knew from back home, they'd be like, "Yeah, Christina Hendricks is out there." I'm like, "Oh, uh, okay, she's a big actress." And I was like, "Yeah, whatever." <laughs> and so I get as soon as I get full charge in the car, I'm like, "Dude, she's engaged." And I was she's like, "Ah, like, uh, like, what are you talking about engaged?" It's like, "Dude, The Rock." <laughs> And as soon as we get, I'm like, I'm Don Draper, bitch. Let's see what happens. As soon as we get in the house at like two fifteen on like a Wednesday, she's like, my boyfriend, my fiance, this, my fiance, that, my fiance, this, my fiance, that. But she did. This is what's beautiful about this, is she did mix me herself, the the fucking thickest gin and tonic you ever had in your life. And the only reason that's cool is because she's in Mad Men, and that's all they do is bring people drinks on that show. So I had my own little Mad Men moment, and I was too home to jerk off when I got home. The too- end. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, Christina, I know you're listening. Yeah, she's got to Congratulations to right? all your success. Oh, yeah. yeah. Congratulations. Representing Fairfax. Well done. Yeah. Good well job. done, Christina. That one's sad. I'm, I, totally I, feel, I feel for it. Yeah, that- I honestly didn't care. Like, I just got, like, really drunk, and, um, and it was fine. And now... I have the almost memory. That, yeah, like, ha- yeah. That, like, that Christina served me a drink at her bar. Um, it sounds sad yeah. still, but it's happy to me. I don't know why. Is she still married <laughs> yeah. to that guy? Who kn- no, no, she's no, married, no, she married some other she, guy. I don't think that? she even got married to that How guy. about that? You were close. I broke that marriage up. Yeah, you did. Yeah. You made her think, the rethink. Way, the way I didn't fucking try Hell, to get laid. Yeah, charged. She was charmed. The way I vomited on her on her carpet. I, uh, <clears throat> I have a... Uh, well, my I would say my first L.A. story was celebrity type shit where you're like, okay, this is kind of, uh, this only would only happen in Los Angeles. It's very surreal when it starts to happen. Yeah, it's and weird. And it usually happens when you first show up to Los Angeles. You see like 30 celebrities in a month. Yeah, and you're like, that person, that person, that person. Nowadays, that person. I'll go a whole fucking year without seeing you one. No, yeah. you see people here. I, 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 I think you see people, you just never say it. Like you before, you'd be like, "Oh my God, I just saw that guy." Yeah, now you see you get people, all you excited, like, tell people like, back you home who you anybody. saw. Well, now I just sit around in my apartment all day. And when I first got here, <laughs> when I first got here, I used to work at Sunset Five, and uh, it was nothing, yeah. which is a movie theater yeah. in West Hollywood with nothing but celebrities showing up. I served like popcorn to Marilyn Manson and Rose McGowan like my first day at at fucking work. It was it was insane. Yeah, it's nuts. Uh, but I was uh, I had a. a roommate that moved out from college and he was a cameraman and it's a crazy you know small world luck had to happen story but he was working at uh, cnn and ron howard had come in looking for cameraman for this new movie he was doing at the time which was ed tv do you remember ed yeah, TV? yeah. okay all right all right so, yeah all right. exactly <laughs> mcconaughey uh is the star woody harrelson plays his brother in it uh i think and um, the whole premise is reality TV. Yes, he's going to be a reality TV Evil star, and they're going to follow him with <laughs> cameras everywhere he goes. So, my buddy is not only being paid to be a cameraman, but he's also just inevitably going to be shot in the scenes too. Oh, so cool. he's being paid double That's as awesome. an actor. Boom. 
So he gets paid fat, and he's been working with these guys, getting along with them, and uh, he's like, you know, Woody's a big weed smoker. I'm like, yeah, everybody knows Woody's a fucking weed smoker. And he's like, well, let's go down. We're all going to Barney's Beanery in, you know, right there in Santa Monica. Yeah. Uh, I mean, in West Hollywood, yeah. but on Santa Monica. And they're all going to be there. Roll one up. We'll come down. All, like, right. all right. So we go down, and uh, there's a bunch, you know, everybody's there, uh, and... Uh, we're like, hey, Woody, you want to go outside for a minute? He's like, yeah, fuck yeah. So we go outside. <laughs> fuck yeah. And he brings his wife. He's married to this little Asian lady. Yeah. Very down to earth. They drive a fucking Miata. They, they live drive in San a Miata. A yeah. convertible Miata. Can like, roll the meanest blunt. You know what right? I mean? Like nothing. Yeah. So we're excited. Like, holy shit, we're getting ready to go smoke weed with... Well, like, I just used to want to get a beer from you at Cheers. This is way fucking... Yeah, 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 yeah. So... <laughs> We walk out, and this homeless guy jumps up. I'll never forget. He goes, Woody, how's it? Woody, can I get $20? <laughs> and Woody goes, <laughs> Woody's like, all right, I'll tell you what. If you can name three movies I've been in, I'll give you like $20. And the guy's like, ah, oh, he starts getting all ready. He's like, okay, okay, all right, Kingpin. And he's like, that's one. Right. He's like, uh, Money Train. Yeah. He's like, that's two. He goes, Cowboy Away. And Woody Harrelson looked at him and goes, how in the hell do you know Cowboy Away? And the dude goes, slept under that billboard for like two months. <laughs> Woody <laughs> straight up. I was like, there's your 20, dude. You earned yeah, that boy, shit. Why? I fucking could not stop laughing. So we go around the corner and we blaze up with Woody and uh, then they just, you know, get in their car and they drive away. And I was like, what a fucking, what a great yeah. moment. So then we get a phone call like, all right, the movie's wrapping. McConaughey is renting a mansion up in the Hollywood Hills and he's throwing a party and you can bring a guest. L-I-V-I-N. That does not sound like, like a good time. What? And I mean, Elizabeth Hurley's in this movie. Oh, They're now. all there. They're all there. It's, Love it. So we get there during the day because we're like, fuck that night shit. Like, we want to just be there, you know. And he had he had the best food I've ever had at a party. He had this old black dude. He was probably like 75 years old. He looked like John Lee Hooker. And it was like Ron Lee Hooker. And he was playing blues. <laughs> right. And he was killing it. Everyone yeah. loved it. It was like a different. It wasn't a DJ. It wasn't a band. It was this old dude. And he was crushing it. All the fucking wow. white girls were dancing, loving this dude. So Ron Howard's there. Uh I don't even remember Ralph Mouth's real name, but he was there with yeah. his family. Like, it was Donnie, family. Donnie Most or Donnie Host? Yeah, something that's like it. That. It was yeah. family all during the day. All during the day. Yeah. And I remember I'm standing days. and getting a beer and Elizabeth Hurley standing and she's looking at me and oh she smiles God. and she says hello. And I've made the mistake of thinking before that that person right in front of me was sure. talking to me sure. when they were actually talking to a sure. taller person sure. behind me. Yeah. So I didn't say shit. I was like, no way Playing I'm doing cool. this. Uh, no way. Cool. And she's like, you, hi. I was like, seriously me? She's like, yeah, you. <laughs> And I was like, all right, I don't want to make an asshole of myself. <laughs> sat me down. She and uh, her girlfriend and I sat at a table uh. for like 30 minutes, had the best conversation. I have never seen a woman look better in jeans in my life. I was like, Jesus Christ. So uh, we're all playing ping pong. McConaughey comes up. He's really competitive, and he's really good at fucking ping pong. <laughs> I learned. And he kicks my ass. And uh, we're laughing at how competitive he is. And this guy comes up. He's like, hey, can my 10-year-old play Hold on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But does Wooderson talk a lot of shit? Yeah, he like does in the talk movie? shit. Yeah. Talk shit. He's shirtless. He looks yeah. like, you know, a goddamn Greek god. You're like, you son of a bitch. And uh, he fucking, that's what Jay Moore always says, you son of a bitch. And he's playing ping pong. And this guy says, Cause my, can my 10-year-old play against you? Yeah. And uh, McConaughey's like, how good are you? And he's like, I'm pretty good. I'll kick your ass. And like, we all start laughing. And McConaughey's like, you want to make a bet? And the kid's like, yeah, I'll make a bet. And he's like, all right, how much? He's like, 20 bucks. He's like, dude, cool. $20. Let's make a bet. Be a lot cooler. And McConaughey you... kicked his ass. I mean, kicked his ass. And then said, where's my $20? And the guy said... 
you're going to make a 10-year-old pay, and he just like Waterson, he said, hey, man, a bet's a bet. (laughs) (laughs) And he made that dad pay the 20 bucks. I swear. Hey, man, bet's a bet. And then when the night hit, it was just mayhem. And I mean, it was it was indeed when the families left, it turned into nudity in the pool and oh, drugs and wow. fun, beautiful. fun That's everywhere. Beautiful. It was incredible. I was like, damn, what a fuck. This shit ain't happening back home, man. What did you and Elizabeth Hurley discuss? I don't remember. I was wow. so on cloud nine. Labious? I just sat and talked to yeah. her about, you know, her girlfriend was super cute, too. Like, oh, holy wow. shit. So. I sat next to Minnie Driver at, at a party one time and just, like, instead of talking to her, it just was, like, really loud and hoping that she would fucking notice me. Nice. Didn't, didn't work. Didn't she work did out. notice me. She just didn't look at me. Uh, we had Freddie Boom Boom Washington in our apartment in fucking 2000. What? Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Freddie Boom Boom. From Welcome, Boom. Ba- Fuck, yeah. Welcome, Welcome Back, Cotter. Welcome to my house, Freddie. I had his action figure, man. We, I was in this movie. Randy produced it with this crazy guy. Should we tell the movie story first before the... Well, yeah, it's all part of it. I mean, this guy... Tell I mean, him. the Freddie Boom Boom story ain't shit. He was just there. We met him. <laughs> I don't but even think we offered he, him a drink. But why did he come by? Why did he come by I set? Why did he keep dropping the Freddie? The Freddie Boom Boom Washington. But why did he come by set? Because he knew, know one the of the chick? actresses in the movie was his cousin or niece or something. So Boom Boom's just chilling on the fucking couch one day because we shot at our apartment because it was such a high budget film. Uh, I worked at the Sunset Five. Then this dude, Billy. It was like, I'm making a movie called Hollywood Five, based on everybody that worked there, about a bunch of guys that are filmmakers that work at the pop... It's Swingers meets Please clerks. tell me, was this the, the... This is... We're going to get to that. Oh, hold on. The two dudes that... Yes, we're going to get okay. to that. Okay. So, right. hold on. Let's, let's rewind for a second, because I want to build a little bit of the atmosphere of what the Sunset Five slash Crunch slash the virgin mega at the time in the late 90s it was the hippest fucking place everybody worked out at crunch favrov did dave navarro did like if you wanted if you wanted to see a celebrity or be anywhere near any sort of hollywood shit I if actually, you went to sunset five and you had coffee for an hour you'd see at least three celebrities i actually saw john favrov and i had like my student films on me <laughs> and i'm like yo favrov Check them out, dude. These are my films I made and everything, right? <laughs> and he reluctantly took them like, this is you? This is you? I'm like, well, I directed VHS, them. VHS, bitch. You know what I mean? Like, and I was like, yeah, I love swingers. I went home to the apartment complex, which was full of like dudes in their 20s who are all like, oh, dude, you pulled it off. <laughs> right. Then he shows up to buy a movie ticket. I'm working the box office. How, how long, much longer? It was like a week. And yeah. he's, like, he's like, one for Jackie Brown. And I'm like, huh? What's up? <laughs> you recognize this face, don't you? Because I figured he's watched these movies and been fucking mesmerized by me. He's like, dude, and your he shit goes, melted in my trunk. He's like, what? It's still in his trunk. He sold it. It's in some Probably other guy's trunk. melted into the fucking carpet. And, 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 um, and I'm like, yeah, those videos. I gave you those videos last week. You didn't watch them? He goes, oh, no, 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 no. I haven't watched them yet. I, I, I'm go- I still got them. I still got them. And then he's like, hey, will this SAG card get me a discount? I'm like, nope. No. <laughs> the, yeah. the funny thing is, the guy that directed, had a discount. I think you missed your opportunity because I think what he was saying was, "How about some fucking free yeah. food?" And I'll we'll check that shit out. And hey, you John. Like, nah, man. Two dollars off. Know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so. Like here, man. Just take these goodies. Yeah. Well, 
And so the funny part is that guy Billy, who we're about to talk about, start talking about his his plan. <laughs> he worked at the Sunset Five too, and his plan was to run into John Favreau <laughs> and hand him his tapes. What? And it happened to me. <laughs> so now he's mad at me. Oh, I mean, prior to getting here, his whole like. His whole plan was, I'm going to work at Sunset 5, John Favreau works out next door, I'm going to hand him my tapes, I keep them on me at all times, along with the script, and Favreau, he wrote a part in the script that is actually, John Favreau is, as John Favreau, plays himself in the script. That's how crazy Billy is. That's why he got the movie, that's why he worked at Sunset 5. So I just blew this guy's whole fucking wad. Was he pissed? Yeah. He was completely angry, but he didn't tell me. I know he's actually pissed because he told everybody else that worked there that I fucked his whole shit up. Meanwhile, it's the worst plan ever. (laughs) Anyways, he wrote the script. Casted me in it. And Billy casted himself as the Favreau character. Yeah. and I'm the Vince Vaughn character. I was younger, I was thinner, and I had my hair bleached blonde for the movie. For the movie. And, uh... Yeah, you're definitely a brunette, man. And so... And so he he didn't spend he spent most of his time casting the minor minor parts that were chick parts right Randy help me out well, here you let, well he, oh, no, let's let's rewind so he had made he had made another movie another feature that he almost finished that because he made this feature he was like fifty thousand dollars in credit card debt Jesus okay oh and yeah. so this was like in 1990 2000 2001 no 1990 and um. 1999, excuse me. And so the stock market was like going up like crazy. It was before the crash. And so he was $50,000 in debt, but he had made $50,000 off the stock market. Okay. And so his idea, maybe he was like $80,000 in in debt because of the movie. And he had like $50,000 in cash. That sounds better. Okay. So to get out of debt fully, what would most normal people do with that kind of cash? (laughs) The best way to get out of that kind of debt is... Pay the debt. To Pay make another debt. movie. <laughs> <laughs> and by so, the way, in the script, he references this unfinished movie like anyone's going to get it. Right. So It's not an obscure movie. It's a movie that was never finished and never so, released. But he was all... Like, as much as we're going to make fun of Billy, and Billy, if you're listening, we're only making fun of you because we love you. Finish your shit, Billy. Is that... Billy is, we've all met crazy people out here. You guys have met crazy comedians, actors, writers, right. directors. People have done crazy shit. You told me about that guy who would do, he was going to do how many uh, like open mics in a year, like every day he was going to do an open mic. Sure, there was a guy that did like 500 open mics right. in a year. So there's all, And Billy is the craziest of them all. Like nobody tops Billy. Always full tilt, always panic, always yeah. like, oh my God, you guys got to help me out. Yeah. Oh my God, he gets his parents to put their mortgage of their house up. <laughs> How? How do people like he and Wendell convince their families to mortgage their lives on these fucking stupid ideas? Why don't we possess that skill? Because I could never fucking. I mean, Billy goes, first of all, I wouldn't allow myself. But if I could, why? What are they doing that we're because not? Because Billy goes from a hundred miles an hour to like, or you're like, fuck it here, super 60, like. 
dude, my life is going to be destroyed unless you help me out, Ryan. And so anytime... <laughs> it's, seriously, it's going to be destroyed. I and would you say, hold Bill, the key. you should record you, it. You hold, you the, hold key. the key. Ryan, it's up to you. You hold the key, Ryan. He'll say that? He always like, does it. Oh, Even yeah. if he didn't like, like that, my acting, he'd be like, Matt, Matt, my parents... This is the director talking to me. Matt, my parents <laughs> have their house mortgaged on this film, okay? This has got to go much better than it's going right now, okay? Okay, Greedo, are, are we rolling? Are we rolling? Okay, go. That's the circumstances I'm working okay. under. So he got... And I don't know how to act. <laughs> He doesn't know how to direct. <laughs> Welcome it's to the story. Mutual. He got a job at the Sunset Five, yeah, so that he could use it as a location and the scenarios that you brought up before, right? About meeting Favreau and other celebrities, yeah. He and Tarantino. He wanted Tarantino in the movie, and he worked like obscure weekend nights at Photochem. By the way, this is when you shot on film. Yeah, at Photochem. <laughs> I, I know Photochem. At Photochem, so he could get like a discount on processing, and then he wore a pin while he was working right. the sense at five that said "Got short ends." For people who don't work in the movie industry, when you would shoot on thirty-five millimeter film, and you would usually get a hundred foot loads when a take. <clears throat> When you would, when you would, you got eight feet left. You just cut it off and put it in your pocket. But usually there's longer takes, so you'd cut off 300 feet or whatever. And all these short ends, the big movies sell to this place, or you have stacks of it after a movie. And people would give him film, and he had like fifty thousand feet worth of free film. That's awesome. And fifty thousand dollars. He had a lot of plans and made. He had a lot of action made happen. And oh, he did. But, and he interned at Sundance so he could get in good with all geez, the oh, Yeah, no, he did all the right things. He except, had a lot of drive, but he, he had no finish. So the plan is... It's not how you start. Is, it is how you finish. <laughs> the, plan is, <laughs> the plan is to shoot it in August, edit in September, okay. into Sundance in October. And, and how long is deal? this a 30-minute short film? This is a 90. full 90-minute feature film. No, it's like 130 well, pages. The original script. script is like 500 pages. <laughs> and he didn't want to cut it down. It was long, wasn't it? It was like a, it was like 120 or something, wasn't it? It was, it was longer long. than it should have been. It was pretty long. He insisted that everything was good in it and that we filmed. And everybody always said, hey, this script needs another rewrite. He's like, nope. Nope, we're just starting this shit, and we're doing this shit. He went straight to casting. I'm all about starting shit. And so, I got Randy in as a producer at the last minute. Because I was working at Disney barcoding clothes at the Disney warehouse, which was like <laughs> in life. a miserable job putting barcodes on clothes. So I was like, Billy, and... Uh, what did happen? Did I tell you? No, you called me like, hey, Matt. Uh, hey, Randy, it's Matt. Billy needs some help with locations on his movies or something. Right. And then so I called him, and I was like, dude, look, I'll produce your movie because I have a shitty temp job anyways. I might as well do it for like a month. He was flattered. his plan for going in, he had like 36 speaking roles, which is insane, (laughs) and five kind of like main characters. And out of the, okay, so five minus 36, that leaves you 31 speaking roles. Out of those 31 speaking roles, most of them were like, coming for like five lines, and like mm, three quarters of them were hot chicks. Yeah. And like a week before filming, he's just like casting and like, Casting and casting. Well, he's got casting hot his shits. whole apartment is headshots. And he's like, "What do you think about this girl? Is this girl cute?" That's all he was like, dude, about. Billy. She's got two lines. Pick a fucking chick. Let's go, dude. Let's go. I don't know. I think we need to cast more chicks. No, dude. We're not. We're not going. We're not casting again, dude. So just pick some girls. So we pull this shit off. We get every scene in the fucking can. Twenty four out twenty five days. The di- the director of the photography is fucking amazing. Randall is fucking amazing. Billy is losing his mind, doesn't sleep the whole time, because he's the main character in the fucking movie. Oh, he's too. directing and the... Yeah. Oh, oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. So, um, 
So it's finished, and then he puts together an edit in a month, and it's pretty good. And then it's, it doesn't get in. I mean, yeah, it's as it good as it's going to be up now. But back then, you're like, you know what? This is you remember, better than the script. You remember indies in the late '90s? Yeah, yeah. Anything went. The yeah. shit was good enough or whatever to get in a festival. Oh yeah, get sold overseas. Oh yeah, doesn't get into Sundance. His heart is broken. And so every year since then... Well, then wait a second. Let me backtrack, because I was at uh, the Irvine and Improv his, with And his parents are that homeless guy that named Woody Harrelson's movie. <laughs> the Money Train. <laughs> yeah, that's Cowboy his dad. Away. That's his dad. Um, well, I was at a... Well, here's what I'm going to tell you. Every year he called me and be like, Hey, well, Matt. Wait, let me, let me tell you. Okay, yeah. He'd be yeah. like, Hey, Matt. Hey, Matt. I gotta, um, are we going to do some ADR, which means you go back in the studio in a recording studio and you overdo lines you do lines that maybe you didn't get them right but mostly because you can't hear them right on the on the film so i do them and he's just giving me line readings so, like wait. say it like this say it like this and he's doing this because it didn't get into sun sundance and he's like i now, need to read it's the same movie though he he's, re-edited it okay, 80 but different it's the ways same project and every year he got me to go in the studio yeah. and do my lines over again right because he wasn't happy with how okay. i did them and then he was also <laughs> And he's not like, no, is he no, doing no. this to all thirty-two people, by the way? Mostly Probably. me, mostly me. But he's doing it to a lot of people, and it would just be like, say it like this: the car is red. And I'll be like, the car is red. He's like, the car is red. The car is red. The car is red. <laughs> he starts panicking. My parents' house, Matt. My parents' house. Say <laughs> the car is house. red. He fucking he's losing his shit. And and finally, after seven years of this, I go look, or five years of this, I go look, man. I got other things to do. <laughs> this is it. I go. This is it. This is the last one. So if you want me to say anything, you tell me right now. And he's like, okay, okay. He starts crying the whole fucking <laughs> Crying? Crying. <laughs> my parents' house, man. I guess this doesn't sell. I mean, you just say the line the way. Just hire somebody else. Yeah. Hire Vince Vaughn. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so <laughs> hire him to do the line. You're doing all the lines over again. Hire Vince Vaughn. It was funny. I'd see the same sound engineer every year. Hey, what's up, Phil? Hey, man. What's up, Matt? Phil? Yeah. Got three kids now, man. And he even had people fly. He was even had me get on the phone to fly other actors in to redo scenes from like five years ago. Come people on. have put on weight, yeah. they're going bald, all kinds of shit. And so I do that show in two thousand seven or two thousand eight. It's the one we did. We shot it in ninety nine, and we did a show at the Irvine Improv in two thousand eight. Are you sure it was two thousand eight? It was January two thousand eight. I remember specifically. Yeah, I did a show. It kind of sucks. And these two guys come up to me after me, and they're like, after the show, and they go, hey, were you in a movie called Hollywood Five? And I'm like, oh. This, I'm, and I'm this. standing there. I go, I'm oh. watching this. And I go, the show didn't suck. It was awesome, by the way. It was a good show. I go, oh, the silver lining of this show. These guys are fucking fans of mine. And he's like, yeah, we work for Billy Logan. We want you to, uh, <laughs> oh. we want to know if we can do some lines over again. And, and I'm did. like, you've got to be did. fucking yeah. He kidding was, me. It's like pissed. one in the morning in yeah. Irvine. And we want to get the fuck out of there. I'm like, let's go in the green room. So we only have an hour ride back. And at this point, I'm a champ. I'm like, the car is red. The car is red. The car is red. The car is red. I'm doing it every fucking single way imaginable so he can fucking use it. And uh, I haven't heard from them since. But that's how I met Freddie Boom Boom Washington. But Billy is from... Maryland. Yeah. There you go. And Billy, we love you. Sounds like a Maryland Call guy. in next week. Finish Email us, dude. We'll have you on the show. Billy. And we saw, I, we saw him. <laughs> He's like... <laughs> then he went to like Harvard. Or Yale to study acting in like 2000. Jesus. He did what? He went off. He, he grad, he's gone. He's been to Yale and back. He Yale. went to Yale. He's got, a, he's got an acting degree. <laughs> he just said Yale and back. 
You can see this on YouTube, by the way. Uh, Hollywood Five. There's a trailer for the movie. I see. Do, it on do we Gita. know this link? Uh, it's on Guido. You can find it. Guido Frenzel. Guido Frenzel uh, on his YouTube. He was the cameraman. Every time I run into him, hey, it's man. always he gets this big smile. He's a German guy. He's like, "So how's? Have you heard from Billy?" <laughs> and we just right. laugh because he he's actually a successful cameraman. Right. So he laughs his ass off and randy's yeah, professional yeah. coordinator professional producer <laughs> and so we always just laugh and laugh and laugh at how crazy that shit was we shot it on 35 the shit was kind of funny kind of bad and we got we're gonna stick with this theme for a couple uh yeah. couple weeks because we got so many goddamn so stories. many funny stories i'm at the full charge on twitter uh, Ryan? I am at Ryan Sickler on Twitter. My website is RyanSickler.com. Don't forget to get out there on Stitcher and download it. And when they say, uh, where'd you hear about us? You say the Crab Feast. And rate and review us on iTunes. CrabFeastPodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, everybody. Spread the word. That's some blues traveling. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network. Radio worth watching. <laughs>